How to coach to the hopes, wishes, dreams, and aspirations of your team members. Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join national presenter and consultant Rory Rowland as he discusses another aspect of powerful coaching and how it transforms people to improve your organization. Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Hi, Rory. Hey, Paul. It is great to be here. Thanks for the opportunity again, my friend. Well, I'm glad you're here to talk about the hopes dreams and aspirations absolutely yeah this is go ahead i'm going to be very pumped up after this aren't i i'm going to be inspired inspired intrigued uh curious i want you to have all of those uh feelings and emotions as we talk about this podcast today okay now you are inspired by coaching you have done a lot of client work with organizations to learn so they can learn how to coach which improves their employees and their team members, which improves their performance. Exactly right. So uh, I love doing it. I love to see people improve their skill sets. Google did a study here a while back, and they actually looked at uh, what are the eight keys to make a great manager. And the very, very top skill was coaching skills, numero uno. And I agree with that assessment completely. And they, the eighth skill was actually technical knowledge of the area that they oversaw. So, so numero uno was coaching skills, technical skills was the eighth. So it was the lowest rated skill that employees looked for, for a great manager. How about that? That's it. Who would have thought? Yeah. Well, you're the one who has been spreading the word on this and now you're going to inspire us with the topic today. Well, yeah, absolutely. And it's coming from a perspective of, you know, I don't know, when you talk about hopes, hopes, wishes, dreams, and aspirations of employees, you would think that this is coming from a, a real positive perspective. But what it's really coming from is I discovered I was working with managers and they were talking about performance reviews with people and, and coaching performance issues, almost in uh, performance improvement plans. Some people call them PIPs. Mm-hmm. And while they're doing the performance, performance improvement plans, one of the things that was missing in the discussion of this one group that I was working with is, they didn't really know what the hopes, wishes, dreams, and aspirations of their team members were, the people they were working with. You know, they said, hey, he doesn't answer the phone, or they don't hit their goals, or they don't do this. And I said, you know, what's the discussion you want to have with him? What's, you know, you, you pre-plan your coaching questions. You know, uh, what do you want to accomplish? What do you want to achieve? Where do you want to go? Uh, how are we going to fix this so we answer the phone? How are you going to fix this so you hit your goals and sales? You know, all of those types of questions. And and I said, you know, would you like to have an easier way? And this is a brand new client. I said, would you like to have an easier way to have these conversations? And they said, absolutely. It just feels a little bit harsh to start out and actually start from the point of I'm going to talk about their performance and not being up to, start, up to par and not hitting their goals. And I said, when you do that, you're actually coaching to the goal rather than coaching to the performance. And that's a, a very, very important distinction. But also coach to their hopes, wishes, dreams, and aspirations. And I've just got a real quick story of a client way back when, and then I'll come back to this client. Uh, Many years ago, I had a client and she was a young branch manager. And I told her, I said, you know, why don't you do a, uh, she had, you know, three employees and they had their goal uh, in their organization. And they, uh, she basically had them make a dream sheet or, you know, and she literally got a bunch of magazines, uh, got some glue, got some scissors and some a poster board and said you know make a dream make a dream sheet that we're going to put up in the in the uh the lunch area of our branch because there was just four employees that worked there the branch manager and the three employees and so uh they did 
And uh, one of them wanted to go see the Eiffel Tower. Uh, one of them wanted to get married, and she actually at the time did not even have a boyfriend. And one of them loved Disney World. And so what they wanted to do was they wanted to make enough money off their incentives that they would actually be able to attain those three goals. So they put the, the dream sheet up on the wall, their hopes and wishes and dreams and aspirations up on the wall. They talked about them. She actually had them do a presentation of, you know, why is this important? What does this mean? And when does she want to see the time frame for it? And they did. And then literally after a year, uh, the person who wanted to go to Disney World raised enough money not only to go to Disney World once, but she actually went twice that year. She made that much in additional income by hitting her goals. Uh, the woman who wanted to go to uh, Paris to see the Eiffel Tower, guess what? Boom. She went to see the Eiffel Tower, was there, had the pictures, you know, marked that off of her bucket list. The young woman who was not even dating anyone at the time actually met a young man, and guess what? They, they were engaged and set a date by the end of the year. So all three of them have, in fact, achieved their goal. And so she didn't have to talk about anything, you know, where they – you don't talk about anything ugly. You're not hitting your goals. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. Uh, how are you going to hit this? How are you going to hit that? She really went from the perspective of talking about their hopes, dreams, and aspirations. So working with this client this week and talking about performance improvement plans with employees, one of the things that was missing from it is they weren't asking – they weren't having discussions about what are the hopes, wishes, dreams, and aspirations of their employees. You need to start from that. So they, there was one employee and not answering the phone as they should. Uh, they are so many, they're supposed to answer so many phone calls in a month, and they were, you know, sometimes some months woefully short of the goal. And sometimes they hit it, and sometimes they didn't, and the employee really wasn't concerned about it. But the manager didn't know how to motivate this person or how to work with them. And I said, you know, what does he want to do when he grows up? Where is he at right now? And he's about 25 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, he's, you know, just doing a basic, you know, customer service job. So I said, you know, ask him what he wants to be, where he wants to go, what he wants to do. And that really changed her perspective of the process. She goes, if I ask those questions first, what does he want to do? Uh, where does he want to go? Where does he want to be? And then follow up with the question, which I love the question here is, how does this behavior get you to where you want to go? Because then at that point, if he's not answering the phone, but yet he wants to be a senior executive at that organization, then how is his colleagues going to look at him? And then will the organization, will senior management look at him in such a way that they'll say, you know what, we want to tap you for a leadership role in our organization. You know, you're going to have to perform above and beyond the call of duty in order to rise up in the ranks of the organization. So she just loved that approach. And that's why we have this podcast today of talking about the hope, push, dreams, and aspirations, because it works. Now, you know, have that dream sheet or, you know, when you're talking to someone, you know, where do they want to go? What do they want to do? And what do they want to accomplish? And if you know that, then you can use that information to help coach them to get to the next level of their career. Is this similar to setting a vision for somebody? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's really not setting a vision for them. It's really asking them, you know, what's the vision they want for themselves? Where do they want to go? What do they want to do? What do they want to accomplish? What do they want to achieve? And those are such important keys in doing that is, is finding out where they want to go because that's motivation truly comes from internal what do you want to do? It's like with, you know, you're, you've got kids. Mm -hmm. I got kids. You got kids. You're not going to stop them from doing something they really want to do. And you're not going to be able to make them to do something they really don't want to do. Right. Uh, they're going to make those choices. That, that motivation is internal. Harry Truman used to say the best way to, uh, to uh, talk to your children is find out what they want and then encourage them to do that. Uh, you know, as Abraham Lincoln said, ride the horse in the direction it's going. If your kids are going that way, then ride it that way. Uh, you're not going to be able to turn that horse around. 
So I just think that's important with coaching is to recognize those just very, very human aspects uh, when you're working with them. And if you can find out what the hopes, wishes, dreams, and aspirations are, really, truly find out about that and remind them what they are, or even do a dream sheet. It can be a powerful motivator for having them get the, uh, the direction they want to go. So you can help, help them, coach them to achieving what they want to achieve long-term in their life, or maybe an important bucket list item. So let me ask you a kind of a specific question here, because I've mm-hmm. always been told as a manager, make sure you um, manage to the results as opposed to um, the task, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. How does this fall into that? Because you still want them to get high sales numbers or good customer service connections. Right. But you want to. But you want to do that though. If you just if we're just talking about you hitting sales numbers, uh, without tying that back to what it can do for your family or what can it do for your income or what can it do for you as an organization, we've got to remember all the time what's in it for me. Okay. Um, and I think that's such an important key. I'm in the process of writing a book right now. I won't tell what the title is, but I'm almost done with it. And we'll be releasing it here. Hopefully in the next two months, we'll be talking about the book and, and releasing it and all of that. But it's a story about a, a young man and he's been fired twice. And then he learns the coaching skills and he's trying to coach a new salesperson. And this new salesperson's incredibly resistant of him because he actually, the, the guy got hired in as a sales manager, this salesperson who's now working for him uh, doesn't like the sales manager because he sees him as taking his job. And he got him together and said, you know, we need to be a team around here. We need to have teamwork and all of that. And the young, uh, and the young salesman said, you know, your job is to be the sales manager. I hit my goals. I'm 125% of my, of my goals every year. Um, I'm actually 25% of the entire performance of this company. Don't tell me what I need to do. I do my job. And so then his, his mentor, his coaching mentor, named Mel, he calls him up and goes, man, this coaching stuff doesn't work. He just, he told me to go back to where I came from and just be the sales manager. And he didn't want to hear that teamwork rah-rah stuff. And, mm-hmm. and then Mel recommends to him, he goes, you know, step back for a moment. Um, what did you ask him? What were your questions? And he said, I want him to be a better team member. I want him to be part of the team. I want him to work together with all of us. And he says, okay, think about that for a minute. He says, does that speak to your dreams and aspirations or to his dreams and aspirations? Ah, I see. And then he says, you know, it, it speaks to mine. I want to be a team member. I want to be a team player. And he says, let's try this. I said, do you know, he said, do you know his, you know, how many children he has? Is he married? Is he divorced? Does he have kids? Does he want kids? What does he do on weekends? What's his hobbies? What's the things that fire him up? You know, obviously as a great salesperson, but you know, he sees you as an adversary. And so then Mel says, how would he take it if you went on a ride with him to his, some of his clients, and then every time he closed a sale, you took it and sent an email to the senior management saying, look what a great job this salesperson is doing. You think his attitude towards you would change? Because now he sees you as an ally trying to help his career rather than an adversary who took his job. And so that's such an important key for us as leaders and as managers and as coaches is look at it, what's in it for them. Are we seeing the world from their perspective? If we don't see the world from their perspective, we're not going to be effective coaches. And so, you know, we, you, I love what Zig Ziglar said. He said, you can get everything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. But what was he was doing in this situation was actually trying to get what he wanted and not helping the salesman get what he wanted. And so it, his recommendation, what Mel's recommendation was, is go with a ride along and then just ask him about his hobbies. Mm. Ask him about his family. Ask him about his kids. And then remember that and remember his kids' birthdays and send birthday cards to his kids. 
and uh, you know, let him talk about his stuff the entire time. And don't, don't talk about yourself at all. Just find out everything you can about him. And then guess what? You know, from your perspective, Paul, I'm going to do a rhetorical question here, but did that, did that help change the relationship by taking that approach? You know, it, it reminds me, if you don't mind me telling a, a mm-hmm. personal story where I had a leader who um, had this discussion with me of what next role I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Then there was a, a task come up and I asked for that assignment and I didn't get it. Right. And so I went back to her and said, hey, why didn't I get that? And she mm-hmm. said, because your aspiration is to do this. This is why I gave you this other task. Mm. So all of a sudden... I was not even disappointed that I didn't get whatever it was. Right. I was excited about this opportunity I didn't think I wanted. Does right. that make sense? Absolutely. And the shortcoming there, and you know this, the shortcoming was is she didn't come to you and tell you ahead of time, I'm making this decision because of this. And that's one of the other categories of a good communicator with, with Google is that your manager is a good communicator. Had she come to you ahead of time, you would have seen that a whole different way rather than going through the experience of being disappointed at all. Don't you right. agree? I think so, but, you know, she was so open, and she had that conversation with understanding my hopes, dreams, and uh, aspirations from the beginning. It, mm-hmm. was, it was a simple conversation. Right. There was some disappointment, but then you realized it was just a misunderstanding, and so there really wasn't any heartache. That's right. That's right. And I just think that's such an important key in the process, and, and that's why it's so important for managers when they're talking about performance improvement plans for employees, don't overlook the host wishes, dreams, and aspirations. And so the managers asked me this week, you know, what should I do first? I said, you know, how long has this problem been going on? I, they said, oh, maybe nine months. I said, you know, are you going to fix it in a week? They go, no. And I said, just have the dreams conversation and then let it go. I mean, don't, don't have another conversation about performance for another week. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, think about how you can help them achieve that goal. Um, I was talking to... Uh, uh, a gentleman from Boston Technologies, and uh, the robot he, people. Pardon me. The robot people. Exactly, and yeah, and you know, they, this he was on the medical side, and he says I promote my people before they're promotable, and I said, what do you mean by that? And he goes, I've got salespeople, and just like Mel recommended to the young man, is to you know when they go out and make a big sale, or they get a new client, or they sign a new client, or they sign a new whatever, they sign a new doc. I go out with them. I take a picture of them and the doc together. I send it to senior management and say, this guy's a rock star. He's doing a great job. And so when, when your people see you as promoting them, guess what? Who's going to also get it promoted? You are, because they're going to talk about what a great manager you are because you're promoting their career. And that's such an important ca- uh, aspect of this. And so knowing the hopes, wishes, dreams, and aspirations of your employees, coaching towards that, working towards that can be an incredibly powerful tool. Yeah. And I, and I can think of examples of that. that I've seen people rise up because they've actually helped other people that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's when, when the water rises, uh, all the boats rise. Yeah. And, and so if you help everyone uh, rise, guess what? You go up too. And I think that's the other important key. Great leaders don't create followers. They create more leaders. And so what are you doing to help those people get to the highest level they possibly can? And what are you doing as far as career development? And that's another one of the keys that's very important on the Google Oxygen list is career development of your employees. What are you going to do to develop them? What are you going to do to improve them? And then, uh, you know, starting to look at all of those to get to the point where you're really, really moving up in the organization. And if you can develop those eight skills as a manager, as a leader, and you know, what we ought to do is just a podcast on the O's eight skills sometimes, but that's in a very, very important key for being more effective 
in your organization, having an impact your organization, and also being seen as a great manager? Well, we know what the number one skill is, so that's That's good. exactly right. We talked about that a couple times. Right, and I don't even think I would mention the Google list if coaching wasn't number one, so there you go. <laughs> now, if people want to do want to learn more about coaching and they love the program, I know they do. Mm -hmm. Everyone is going on there writing, right now and giving it a five rating on Apple Podcast mm -hmm. and recommending it to their friends. But if they want even more information, mm -hmm. they need to contact you. How do they do that? Paul, thank you for asking that. Uh, yeah, they just go to RoyRoland.com is the easiest way to do it. We've also got CoachingManager.University. So that's www.CoachingManager.University. And we've actually got all the podcasts there. And actually, if anybody's listening today and they want to get a copy of Coaching Manager University absolutely free, just contact me and I'll be happy to uh, get you signed up for Coaching Manager University. I'll give one free. It's a 52-module online learning program that will teach you everything you want to know about coaching. It's just a great program that we've put together over the last couple of years. And I'll actually give it to people who are listening today. They give us a, send me an email and I will be happy to send them and sign them up for Coaching Manager wow. University. That's a deal, folks. You should take advantage of that. Absolutely. And we had lots of people do it. So it's a, it's a great offer. Well, good. All right. Well, thank you very much for the podcast today. We'll see you next time. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for listening to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join us next time for another discussion about the power of coaching. This has been a KCTK production produced by Paul Lavoda and Rory Rowland. For more information and content, visit RoryRowland.com.